This week on The Legend of Retro, we talk about Pokemon. This week's Retro Relapse game. And answer some listener emails. So stay tuned for The Legend of Retro, Episode 7. Turn your TV to Channel 3, because it's time for the Legend of Retro Podcast at BX8B.com! Alright, you're listening to the Legend of Retro Podcast here on BX8B.com. My name's Ethan, and we have your uh, somewhat okay... Somewhat okay. Somewhat okay hosts of the Legend of Retro podcast. We have Jay. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And we have Chopasaurus Rex. That's me. The Chopalopagus. (laughs) (laughs) Chopasaurus Rex, and then we got that voice. I was not expecting it. (laughs) But thanks for tuning in to the Legend of Retro podcast here at BXAB.com. We have new episodes every Thursday. So if you're listening on Thursday, great. If you're listening at a later date, well, also great. We'll take it. And don't forget the the BX8B podcast. We cover uh, current events and new games. Uh, releases every Tuesday at BX8B.com. And everywhere you can su- possibly subscribe to a podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, we have you covered. You can get it everywhere, or you can listen right on our website. And again, BX8B.com. Now, chaps, let's say uh, the fine people listening to Retro Relapse want to follow us on social media. Where are they going? Oh, they can go on over to BXAP Gaming on Twitter, Instagram, and our Facebook page. Hit us up on there. We've always uh, posted new episodes when they come out, things that we see that we like to share with you, new stories, or events that we're at. Recently, we were just at MES events, so you can check out all that stuff there. Very good. And Jay, we have a sponsor, a great sponsor. We do? Our sponsor eclipses us in greatness. Oh, yeah, that's right. Detroit Beard Collective. We all have beards. We all need them to look great. We all want them to look sexy with our uh, facial fur. So go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the code BXAB on your checkout of all orders over $25, and you will receive 20% off. So again, the code is BXAB. The reason is because you have facial hair, and you need it to look good. Yes. The website. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Do it. Go there. All right, as our as our as our Whisper. intense movie guy led us into the show, uh, we're covering some fun topics today. Uh, big anniversary, twentieth anniversary of Pokemon is this week. I feel old. I feel super old. Very old. Pokemon's old, only almost old enough to buy booze. Yeah, I also oh, feel man. ashamed that I still play Pokemon. I don't. I have no shame. No shame yeah, at well, all. You guys, yeah. I mean, you shit in roads, and you like to watch cats die falling to their death. Oh, I'm so, so glad that you'll know exactly who those people are <laughs> if you listen to the Tuesday episode. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Uh, Life's too short to spend time having shame. You can just enjoy things dying and laughing about it. <laughs> and poop. Like a psychopath. That's yeah, right. There you go. Gotta poop somewhere, right, chaps? Yep. Gotta poop anywhere. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> Gotta poop no anywhere. No comment. Poop anywhere. All right. So our weekly topic, you know, every week on The Legend of Retro, we try to dive into uh, stories and memories from retro gaming, as well as, you know, just sort of uh, covering topics, learning new information, facts, all those sort of things. We just dig into all things retro gaming here. I like learning. Yeah, well, I like to learn. I like learning. I like retro dildos. Learn me. 
Learn me. I'm learn good. me now. So <laughs> me learn well. <laughs> me fail English. That's impossible. Oh boy. So, so this week, uh, in honor of the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, we're gonna go back to a game that many have fond memories of, and that's the first generation of Pokemon. We're talking Red, Blue, and Yellow, released Ooh, 20 years yes. ago on the Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. That so, was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. So I'm, touch- Jay, I'm touching myself right now. Sorry. Jay, what was your first memory of uh, of playing a Pokemon game? Tell us tell us about it. Man, my first memory would probably be getting a new Game Boy because I still had my original. Okay, because I'm, I'm a little older than you guys. So I had the original Game Boy, the tank, and I got uh, Pokemon Blue, and then my Game Boy broke. And that was rough because... That's a hard thing. That's like losing a pet. It was terrible. Uh, So that was when I got my first pocket, I think. Yeah. It was a clear pocket. A clear pocket. And, uh, you know, basically (laughs) I... uh, like cried and threw and threw like a hiss. I broke my my own my Game Boy broke because of me because I took piss poor care of it. So my parents weren't gonna buy me a Game Boy, but I had Blue and I and everybody at school was playing it. And and from what I did play, I wanted to play more. So I just threw a huge temper tantrum. And finally, being an only child, they just said, "I'm tired of dealing with him. Go buy him a goddamn Game Boy Pocket." And so he shuts up. Plan worked. So I put Blue in and played. God, I don't know. Hundreds of hours of Pokemon Blue. Oh, God, I love it. Josh, what about you? I still have my Game Boy Pocket, just so you know. I, for a brief period of time, remember playing on the brick. Um, at that point, I think the, I think the plastic cover of the screen came off. Um, so it was a little, a little weird, funky looking because it had that, you know dried up glue that they used to to, uh, to stick that cover on the front of the screen. Um, dead Pokemon jizz. Yeah, it was. It was dead yeah. Pokemon tears. <laughs> um, and I distinctly, though, remember the music. And the music is burned forever in my mind just because it was... It was, you know, it was. It's a portable system, so I took it everywhere. So for the first time, it was the, it was the music that I heard the most. Sing it. Do, do, do. And then you're walking through the grass. Okay, I can tell. I'm gonna stop. No, good job. I was. I'm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um. But yeah, I distinctly remember the music, and then I played on my my Game Boy Pocket eventually, and then um. Uh, just one other specific memory that burns in my head is when we got to the color, and mm. and depending on which one you got, blue or red, yeah, it, was just a, it was either all blue or all red. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, was oh just my a, god, there's color in this game that was black and white. Yeah, and then that was about as exciting. <laughs> one color, one color. Yeah, everything was shaded red or blue. So, yeah. what about you, Ebone? So I have a real specific memory of going out to buy my copy of Pokemon Blue, and it's because uh, the the next night. I was taking a fifth grade trip to Toronto. So yeah, that was before we, that was back when you could take children out of the country on a field trip. <laughs> yeah, for no no problem. <laughs> yeah, just let's go to Toronto from Detroit. So five hour train ride. Uh, you know, Pokemon was starting to come around. I've been watching the show for a couple months, had a couple of the cards, and I wanted to play the game so bad. So I went to KB Toys. I had enough money. I bought my copy of Pokemon Blue because my buddy Brad had Pokemon Red. 
Well, you went to KB, so you overpaid for your Pokemon. I'm sure I did. And my mom just <laughs> took me to the nearest place where I could buy Pokemon. I remember going home and sitting in the chair in the basement and, and starting out and, and, and getting going in Pokemon. And I was just like, I cannot wait to be on the train tomorrow. And I train ride to and from Toronto, just training the whole time, and it was it was just instant love between me and Pokemon. Do you remember um, when, as a kid, you'd play these games, and you would completely ignore every person around you, and if someone came up to you and wanted to do something, you'd just be, like, offended, the fact that, like, you're interrupting my Pokemon time, like... What I don't how many, get out of here. Leave how, me alone. How many family meals sitting around playing Pokemon, <laughs> right. completely ignoring grandma or whatever? You know. Yeah, I mean, it was the smartphone before the smartphone. Oh but yeah, hundred percent. Also, how about the battle that was lighting? <laughs> if you had the brick, okay. I had the brick, so we all yeah. had the. If you had yeah. the brick, the so you I, so you had to be by a light yeah. source. You, you had to pray your batteries weren't going to die out. Yeah. Um, and you had to have it at a specific angle. And we wondered, and we wonder why all of us have glasses on our face oh, yeah. right We're now. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, at that point though, that the game came out and the pocket came out, you had those contraptions that attached to your game. Boy. I had those for so my brick. Yeah, so, yeah, so you had the magnifier with the book light and then the grips because you know your hands get tired. After holding the same thing for hours and hours, so you have the grip, so it's more ergonomic. I don't know. Yeah. For my little, my little baby <laughs> yeah, hands, my, I still have small <laughs> hands as a as an adult. They probably haven't grown since I was ten. By the time I was done plugging shit into my Game Boy, it was twice the size it was supposed to be. It was it was three times as heavy, <laughs> and the, the batteries drained game. twice as much. Or if you were lucky, you had the pack that went into it that had extra batteries that you yes, could put in it. Absolutely. So then it was even heavier, and they were all double A. So yep. it was just not a small battery. No. Oh man. Greatness, and you carry that thing around too. Like if you think about how like cumbersome a cell phone is in your pocket nowadays, with how big they are, imagine carrying something that's modular. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, wow, we did it because we were fucking. Know, we had bags, yeah. we had little man like toy, uh, kid purses, <laughs> kid purses. Yep, absolutely. Oh boy. So here's an important question. Yes, that could either establish or break friendships here in the room. Chops. Who's your first starter? Who, day one, booting up Pokemon, who'd you start with? Day one, I started with Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. I was a Bulbasaur guy. It was, for me, it was the early, the early game smart choice because you beat Brock pretty easy and you beat Misty pretty easy. Um, so your first two gyms were were very well taken care of, and that was legitimately your thinking process. No, no, back no, no, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and, but but it, but it worked out. Like you know that that's just how I I really like Bulbasaur. I like that that grass Pokemon. I don't know why. I was just really he. I was drawn to him more so than Squirtle or Charmander. Right. But that's what I chose. Jay. Uh Bulbasaur. You yeah. were also Bulbasaur. Yeah, I. Uh, I would have bet money you were yeah, a Charmander. I know. That's what I, I know. Too. Maybe Squirtle, but Bulbasaur would have been my last pick. For yeah, you. and the reason being is when I first started, I was like obsessed with Grass Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was so weird. Like yeah. they were fascinating, and and just the the character designs of the three. Like I, uh, you know, and this is even before I knew what their evolutions were. Yeah, I I liked Bulbasaur and, uh, you know, watching the show, playing the card game, things like that. I just kind of. Grew up liking him, liking uh, uh, Scyther uh, was another one that, you know, there's a Pinsir. Gra- yeah, there's a lot of grass Pokemon that, like, and then, then you learn that grass Pokemon aren't very good, and then no. it's all downhill from there. But like you said, it does generally, for a lot of these games, 
give you that fat, the easier track. Yeah. It's almost, you know, you can't pick a, a difficulty setting on this game. It's almost like whoever you pick is your starter is your difficulty setting. So, um, yeah, I started with Bulbasaur. See me? I was a grinder. I was going the hard route from day one training Pokemon. Charmander. Love my Charmander. I still have such a such a like strong connection to Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard because that you know Charmander was the first Pokemon I ever had. I'm still an avid Pokemon player, and so it just it stuck with me. And I love Charmander. And I just remember starting off my journey there in my basement, getting ready to go on the train the next day, thinking me and Charmander we're going to Toronto tomorrow. I remember regretting that I didn't pick Charmander. Oh, me too, 100. <laughs> percent When I found out what he turned into, yeah, and I remember uh, and Charmander became, quickly became my favorite. Yeah, and, and he was, uh, you know, something that I always brought with me. But um, yeah, out the gate though, it was I was Bulbasaur. Well, well, going off of what you said about the show, it, that definitely swayed my opinions of different types of Pokemon because you saw their personality more in the show. Sure, and I thought of Charmander as weak. Because of that episode that, that you meet him, and then I thought Squirtle was just a douche, like because <laughs> he was with the Squirtle gang right, right. with the sunglasses, and yeah. he like he came in later in the show, and it's just Bulbasaur was like that silent, strong type, and that's why I liked him. And uh, now that I look back on it, though, I mean the best, the two best evolutions I would say out of that is Blastoise and uh, Charizard. Yeah, all three are pretty sweet, but I, you know. Yeah, those two. It definitely goes those like last place is, is uh, oh, it's definitely Venusaur. Yeah, Venusaur. I recently got a shiny Venusaur in Pokemon uh, Y, and I've just been I've been loving training that. Just yeah. it's it's extra special. It's a it's a first gen starter and it's shiny. And I, I got a lot of love for my Venusaur. My oh, first nice. my first EX and Mega uh, for the card you know the card game more currently now was Venusaur. Mm-hmm. So he, again, another another special piece where, like, if you guys haven't seen the EX cards or the Mega cards, they're super cool. And so it was just, like, instantly I had to put it in my deck and use them. But there you have it. All right, going around the table. Next, you know, fast fire in these Pokemon questions. Uh, we'll start Jay this time. Who's your favorite of the original 151 Pokemon? Ooh. Uh, Mewtwo. Does that count? Yeah, Mewtwo's original 151. <laughs> and why? Why Mewtwo? Uh, me, I, I just remember the first time, like, Mewtwo was that first, like, the movie and everything, and, and the way that they introduced him and the excitement about him, this weird, like, just super, like, shadowy, like, what's going, what is this thing? Experiment Pokemon. Experiment Pokemon, and, uh, and then the, its power, you know, once you, once you saw it in action again in the movie or whatever, all I remember is, like, like, I need a Mewtwo. Oh my God, I want a Mewtwo. You know, and, and I've I've always like now you know growing up through the years, I've, other Pokemon have come and go, and they've changed in, in, on my list of like how cool they are. Mewtwo has always been one of the coolest to me. For yeah, and now with his Mega and everything, he's just again he's really cool looking. For me, and it's and it's a tough three way tie. But I'll pick the one that hit my heart first, and that was Articuno Good. of the Legendary Birds. I love the Legendary Birds, but Articuno, simply for the fact that that was, like, the first Pokemon, besides, like, Dugong, unless you if you level them up correctly, that you could freeze an opponent. 
And I thought that was sweet because basically they became useless in first and, gen. Completely in first gen, useless. they completely useless. So I, I thought of that as like just like it made them really powerful as a as a Pokemon. Now, now mechanic wise, <laughs> in the first generation of Pokemon, the only way to get unfroze is to be hit by a fire move. Yep. Or use a like a, a, fr- a freeze heal or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really broken mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. See, you, you pick off of off of like uh, movement or, or sorry, not uh, practicality and and how effective something is. I picked up. I picked all of mine based off of how cool they looked. Yeah. Well, and Articuno not, looked uh, cool. Articuno is great. Yeah. So is Zapdos. Zapdos yeah. is one That's of my That's why favorites. I like the birds because yeah. they were so different. Yeah. But but I just again like Mewtwo and and even even Bulbasaur mm-hmm. uh, and seeing his evolutions, I just was like always driven by. Uh, Scyther and his and his just his blade, blade his hands. blade hands like I was always driven by appearance even though it sometimes would backfire on me right. horribly. Ethan, for me, it's uh, been about all about Gengar since day oh, yeah. one. Uh, still to this day, I'm obsessed with Gengar. He's always been my favorite Pokemon. Uh, you know, the ghost Pokemon. I was dr- drawn to it right away as a child. You know, sort of you know them being spooky and scary and a haunter, ghastly. Uh, but all about Gengar. You know, as a kid, you know. I didn't really know effectively how to use Gengar, so my Gengar was always losing. Uh, but, you know, and it was just so frustrating. You had to find someone to trade to get it. But once right. you got a Gengar, it was so satisfying to have I, one. I was definitely bothered by Ghost Pokemon when I was younger. Like, I don't know why, but, like, just for some reason, when I was in the, the cemetery La- tower or whatever. Lavendertown. Like, that song just, in Lavendertown is terrifying. It just bothered me. I was like, I don't, I want to catch it for my Pokedex, but I don't want to use one. <laughs> and then, like, as I grew older, I realized how badass they were. But it bothered me. Like, ghost, ghastly and, because I guess, like, they're ghosts, so what are they ghosts of was, like, the big question that bothered me. Dead Pokemon. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like... Well, I don't want to find out. I don't. I just, I'll just keep playing the game. <laughs> I'll forget about it. Well, there's that fan theory that when you're in the the Pokemon Tower in Lavender Town, that the reason your rival is there is because you killed his Raticate on the SSA. <laughs> right. You beat it so many because times. Because you never see that Raticate yeah, again. And like that. he was on a boat. There was no Pokemon Center. Yeah. Wow. Or there's a ton of urban legends around. Like some some creepy pasta. Murderer. Creepy pasta. Yeah, you, you took that Radicate's life. That was sad. That was sad. Now let's let's. I just like to quickly interject with the sprites of the game. Now, <laughs> they were terrible. Now they were terrible, but they were awesome at the same time because, like, I. As indescriptive like they are, as they are, like you could look at a Nido King and a Nido Queen, and they'd look almost identical. Other than one, maybe looked like it had boobs. <laughs> um, uh, I, I just love the sprite construction on it. it. It was one of my favorite things in that game. So many of the the sprites, you go back and look at them, they just look dopey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Hundred percent dopey. That's <laughs> yeah. why I liked it. Like Blastoise looks super bloated. Yep. And yep. Like just this like obese blob of turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Venusaur looks like a like a, a, a salad that's <laughs> yeah. melting. It's just shaking back and forth. <laughs> yes. Uh, Charizard has like a really uh, rounded sort of nose, opposed to looking, you know, like yeah. like a sharp. More uh, lizard-like snout of today. It looks, uh, I don't know, I don't even know the way to describe it. Uh, very rubbery. Yeah. Uh, who else had a really... Uh, Hitmonchan had that fist in front of his face. Oh, yeah, so you, you couldn't, couldn't tell see. at all what was going on. I'm trying to remember some of the other really bad sprites in the first generation. Like Abra and, and like, um, Drowsy, I think, were the exact same sprite. They're like, there's some that were reused, I think. I don't know. You don't, don't think know. so? No, I don't think so. They were close, though. Oh, uh... 
cloister is basically a ghastly with a shell around yeah, it. Yeah, yep, yep. So that one is is almost completely reused. Uh, the Muse sprite looks like uh, some sort of abortion accident. Like, <laughs> Mew yeah, looks really bad. Mewtwo doesn't look good. Uh, so it's really sort of amazing as... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just let you in on a secret. There, there's 151 bad ones. They're all bad. Yes, yeah. there you go. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how That's much imagination we had to use to go on that adventure. But here's the thing. Well, back you had to then, use that. You had to use your imagination. But, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, but back then, like, you didn't think they looked bad. Like, no. Even though, like, you would watch this show, like, and you would reference this at some at one point, like, it still didn't ever feel bad to me. No, yeah. you feel like your your mind filled in the blanks. Of now the, I go of what play it, it like. and I and you know and we've had the new games and everything, but now I go play it and I'm like, oh my god, like how, like I don't remember this. Yeah. Like they looked great back when I was a kid. Like it's it's weird. It's very weird. So chops, what was the most frustrating part of the first generation of Pokemon for you? Like, what was there a point in the game you got frustrated with, or a mechanic? Well. Or- the the most frustrating part for me uh, before I fixed it was the fact that you couldn't get all the Pokemon unless you traded with a friend, mm-hmm. and I you know went around that. <laughs> Jobs didn't have any friends. Yeah, I had no friends. No fuck, I don't want. <laughs> I didn't want to trade with any of my friends. I, did, I want they were mine. I want yours. Just give them to all me. All your friends were dildos, and you weren't. <laughs> you know that's trade that's basically it. Um, and then I went around that by eventually buying red, and then I had you know two Game Boys, the old one in the pocket, so I could trade between it, and I fixed that issue. But that but that was the that was the thing was like I didn't like the fact that I had to go and find someone to trade with me because I wanted to get them on my own. Like like I wanted them all. I wanted to find them all myself. Chops, you messed up. Because back in the day, you could go to trade with a pl- friend and just unplug the link cable, and it would duplicate Copy. the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could have just got Pokemon well, I, from your friend. I, I didn't figure that out until I bought. <laughs> so I bought the game. So you know, oh well. One of the many glitches. Yeah. What about you, Jay? Oh man, probably. Honestly, my most frustrating point would have been my blue cartridge. Uh, the the cell battery, the button battery went bad on it. Oh, wow. So I lost my game save. That sucks. I lost everything. And I, at that point, didn't. it, it took me a little while to want to do it all over again. But eventually, I don't know, I think uh, something sparked me to get back into it, and, and I started to build it back up. But um, that was back when you actually took, you had shit repaired. So I remember taking right. my, my blue cartridge to this, like, basement like office in, in an industrial zone with my dad so that they could swap the battery out for me and uh it was like and again it had all these arcades in the basement they, they sold arcades and repaired nes's and stuff like that but uh so I, I went around and you could demo all the arcades so i just would go push all the buttons and, and play all the games for free uh and while well, they fixed my 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 blue cartridge <laughs> So yeah, I had a sh- I had a shitty ass button uh, button battery that caused my game save to wipe. That's I, my most frustrating memory. I can think of three things that were frustrating. One, Mount Moon. Oh yeah. How, oh yeah. How awful was going through Mount Moon? It, you you've only made it through a couple cities and you have to go into Mount Moon. Also, you're like a cave. Like e- any of the spend- caves, you use fucking flash for. <laughs> you're God gonna damn. spend two weeks trying to figure that out. Ugh. It was awful. Uh, so the next thing was the sort of broken mechanics. Psychic Pokemon were way overpowered in the first generation. Oh, for I th- sure. I think it was a coding error or something like that. But also, um, the only ghost Pokemon in the game, which would be strong to Psychic, were also Poison-type. 
So which meant they were weak to psychic. So ghost Pokemon, as again, as much as I love the ghost Pokemon, how awesome they are, competitively, they were easily stopped by uh, by anyone with a psychic type. And lastly, Mew. The Legend of Mew. Do you guys remember all the stories about how to get Mew when you were a kid? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There were all sorts of messed up. So at, this was my second time playing through the game. And you hear all the kids in the playground talking about, you know, like, hey, what you have to do is you have to go to this truck that's next to the SSN and you use strength and that's how you get Mew. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like an urban legend because this is before kids were on the Internet. So, like, these stories go around the playground of all this, you know, these uh, these secret islands and yeah, all you sorts gotta, of different stories. Yeah, you got, yeah, I remember the strength one specifically. You use it just before it goes on there and somehow it glitches the game. So what I did was I got a friend to trade me uh, a Pokemon with all the, the HMs that I would need that they had later in the game. And then I went and I played and I, I skipped the whole SSN thing because I already had cut. So you can go back and come back around and then surf. You know, I, I had it all. I played the whole game without going to the SSN. And I surfed. And, and sure enough, you get next to the SSN and there's a truck there. And I remember my heart started racing <laughs> because, like, why is there a truck there? Like, you should there, there should have never been a point playing through the game properly where you should go and there should be even anything there. It should be right. nothingness. You know, it should just be blockage. And you get there and there's a truck. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to be the first person I know to catch Mew. <laughs> you go up. You use strength. Nothing happens. I'm using like the the old rod. Nothing happens. There was no way. You didn't. There's nothing you could do. Mew wasn't hiding under that truck. It was just a truck that was there to ruin the lives of children. <laughs> Completely make me. I put all that hours of work to get back to that truck, and there was nothing there. And I'm being devastated. Then they'll only find out that you know you can only get Mew through like an event in Japan or Game Genie, which I later did use a Game Genie. To get right. Mew. That was. That's so sad. It was heartbreaking. That's <laughs> so sad. It, it was honestly one of the like biggest letdowns of my childhood because I saw the truck. The truck was there. The truck was real. It was real. The the urban legend. I was going to be the first kid at my school to catch Mew. And it nope, didn't happen. It was complete trash. I guess that was one really frustrating thing with me was the fact that it, it was so much more popular in Japan and they had all these cool exclusive things for it you know as the generations went on more events more tournaments and like yeah you, you couldn't get like it was rare to have someone within the first I would say year and a half to two years of the game that had Mew that yeah. you knew I never never it was out but it legit yeah it was that that was frustrating for sure. I definitely used the game genie to get it, and like I was like, yeah, you know, I'm battling with a friend. He's like, you have a Mew. I'm like, yeah, you know, you the truck. Yeah, it's real. I can't tell you how to get there though. <laughs> you know, like, I was a total dick about it. Oh, no, I, didn't tell you, I told him like after the I was like, I'm just kidding. I had to use a game genie. To get yeah. They're like, They're like, can I borrow your game genie? I was like, yeah, man, let's go hook it up. Let's get right. you a Mew too. Um, a Mew as well, not a Mew yes. too. Um, or using the missing O trick. <laughs> that's true. The missing no trick. Yeah. Chops, for for maybe some younger listeners that listen to Legend of Retro, what's the missing no trick? So basically, it involves you talking to a man who needs some uh, a pick-me-up in, I think, one of the towns after... Viridian? I think it's in Viridian. It doesn't have a gym. I know that. Okay, maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it had a gym. Anyways, you talk to him, and you basically go into the grass after you talk to him in a certain way, and you run into Missing O. And it's this glitched Pokemon. You fly to Cinnabar Island. Oh, sorry. Okay, I don't know. All, I don't remember all of it. Yeah. yeah, I think you talk to the guy. I think he's in Viridian City, maybe yep. outside the gym or something like that. Just in the middle of the town. Then you fly to Cinnabar oh, Island. Oh yeah, it is. It is Brock's 
town, I think, maybe. Which is Pewter City. Pewter City. I think it is that one. Um, then you fly to Cinnabar, Cinnabar Island, and then you have to go surf up and down the coast where your your little sprite yes. is halfway on the land, halfway in the water, and you go up and down the, the east coast. Why'd you ask me to explain it? Because I thought you could. I didn't realize that you didn't know. No, I, I missed that one. Didn't realize you forgot. I did. Uh, <laughs> you should realize that about me, that I forget everything. It's fair enough. Uh, but then you go along, and then all of a sudden, you generate, you know, like a, a wild Pokemon appears, and it's going to look like one of three different things. It's going to look like a glitch, like just uh, pixels, and like you can tell like it's all glitched out. It's going to look like a Kangaskhan or a Marowak, I believe. Yeah. It's one of the three, and... You battle this Pokemon, and after you got done battling this Pokemon, whatever item was in like your ninth slot on your on your items duplicated to ninety nine. So you could get ninety nine rare candies to level up, or ninety nine master balls, right. or ninety nine revives, whatever you wanted. It would duplicate it, but you know you didn't want to catch it. Right, because if you caught it, it corrupted your save file. It could corrupt your save file. It could corrupt your Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this. I didn't know that information, so I caught it the first time I oh, encountered it. Move. And then all of a sudden, like, my PC's all messed up, and my Charizard is, like, glitchy and weird. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, no, Charizard! <laughs> I've infected you! And so, like, I'm trying to release Missing No, and, like, it didn't... My, my file was, like, corrupt at that point. I was so heartbroken about it. But, uh, Chops, do you know, or Jay, do you know anything about the, the, the rumors of what Missing No was supposed to be? I, I This recently popped up in my feed, but I, I don't remember. It, I can't I can't remember. Uh, allegedly, the, the information that, you know, Missing No represents in the game is... So, so yeah, the name comes up as Missing Number, Missing No. And uh, th- there's rumors that, that the reason a Kangaskhan and or a Marowak will like appear is because it's allegedly the missing evolutionary link that links Cubone, Marowak, and Kangaskhan all together. Oh, okay. That's, that's the, the urban legend behind it. Who knows if there's any truth behind it whatsoever, but allegedly, you know, you your Cubone could either grow up to be a Kangaskhan or a Marowak, and it was the missing Pokemon in between because there's similarities between the baby Kangaskhan and the pouch and Cubone and all that right. kind of stuff. Uh, so allegedly it was supposed to be the missing link, and they because the evolution was much simpler in the first generation. They did they thought they were trying to think of like elaborate ways to do it, and they they didn't do it. But uh, that was one of the cool, yeah, cool like urban legends in in Pokemon Red and Blue. And now and and I can't remember you could manipulate missing no for to catch specific Pokemon too, couldn't you? I think you could. I don't think I knew how to do it. But I think, I think you, you could, could encounter re- missing no and then go somewhere else and there'd be specific. like a specific number of steps or something yeah. like that counter and then it was uh you know that Pokemon or something you, like that. I think you can glitch it to encounter yeah. certain Pokemon. I believe that's true. Now, out of the original types, you guys both said you liked grass for a while. What was your favorite type of Pokemon? Back in the day. Oh, no f- no answer now. Playing as uh ten or maybe J fourteen or so year old child. Fire. Fire? For me, it was fire. I was all about fire Pokemon because I had a Charizard. It's all about Charizard. I was all about uh, what? Yeah, cause, Arcanine. Because once my file save corrupted, I, when I restarted, I started fire, and I've pretty much started fire every game now. I, I really uh, liked fighting Pokemon. Yeah. But I hated Machoke, Machamp, and Machop. I don't know why. I just I did not like them. I loved Hitmon, uh, Hitmon Lee, and Hitmon oh, Chan. Yeah, yeah. And Manky? I think how cool is and Mankey and Primate? Like I I loved those characters because there was in a lot of them and they were very unique. Um, and so like Hitmon Chan was my favorite because of all the different move sets he could learn. And so yeah, one of my favorites I think was was fighting, fighting type. Good choice. Good choice. Um, now, what was your favorite gym leader? Who was your favorite gym leader, Jay? 
Oh, man. My favorite gym leader. Do you include Elite Four in there or no? Um, yeah, we can throw the Elite Four. Who's your favorite trainer in the game? You know, yeah, we can call Elite Four or gym leader. I, man, you, Travis, you're going to have to go first. I don't I don't know. I have many. I really enjoyed enjoyed Koga. Yes. The poison one, because it was hard. Yes. It was a difficult guy to be if you weren't careful, um, because he just poisoned all your Pokemon. Yeah. Um, that and Sabrina, because there were two very unique, different ways to two two very unique ways to get to the the champion. Um, uh, I also enjoyed Giovanni because it was the last one before the Elite Four, uh, and it was a lot of fulfillment for me in that. But I guess my all time favorite was the Dragon Champion in the Elite Four, Lance. 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 Because I. Because one of the hardest Pokemon to get is Dragonite, because uh, Dragonair evolved at like fifty five, mm-hmm. I think, and it, it was and it leveled up slow, oh, and yeah. the only way to get Dratini was through the casino. Um, I so, forgot about that. So you, they have the gambling, the slot yeah. machines, the game corner, and that you can get Porygon or Dratini that. Yes, way. so uh, that's why I was a huge fan of that guy because he had that Pokemon that I I wanted, but like it took so much effort to get. Yeah. So when I was when I played the game, I didn't have a ton of uh, friends that were playing the game. I had a couple, and then the other people just didn't seem to be interested, you know, because I was a little bit older. So some of, some of this got missed by my right. my generation, at least in the beginning. And I would say when I beat uh, when I beat the game, so I didn't know there was the uh, the elites or the the final four after. So when I beat Giovanni, I was like thrilled and, and I was like yeah like and I stopped playing the game and then uh, my buddy uh, Panos at the time he he's like oh yeah did you go on and, and fight the you know fight the the what, what, what elite four yeah elite four and I'm like what are you talking about he's like oh the game's not done yet I'm like yeah I beat the I beat the last boss I got I got all my badges like no like there's more after you have to keep going and I was like so I put the cartridge back in and I started playing and I was like oh holy shit and you know that was kind of like my my uh, welcoming to Pokemon because then obviously every game after that I knew you know there was more beyond it but yeah uh, the one that that remembers me that I remember the most especially from a handheld standpoint because I didn't beat many handheld games back in the day would have been Giovanni and uh, not because he was it was exciting, like not because like the actual battle or anything was great. Because by then I had grinded so much extra time, right? That it was pretty easy, but uh, it just was like an accomplishment for me. So I always remember it. And then like my first, you know, your first gym. Oh yeah, just like the first time, like because you're going through the grass and you're and you're starting to learn this like mechanic of like of uh, of RPG. Uh, with leveling up these these little creatures and catching creatures and stuff like that, so your first gym to see the different mechanic be thrown into your face uh, instantly drove you to want to get to the second gym that much faster. So, for me, uh, I like Sabrina a lot. Again, I really like psychic Pokemon. Again, similar to Ghost Pokemon, they were sort of out there, a little spooky. So there's a lot of psychic Pokemon I like, but my favorite was definitely Blaine. 
Mm. And it's because I like walking in there with my Charizard and squaring up. Mm-hmm. That's what I like doing. I like I like walking in with my Charizard and said like, "Okay, you're a fire gym leader. Well, I'm about to show you how fire fire gets trained." And then I was just you know slashing my way through through Blaine with my Charizard. I love that test of might between my Charizard. And actually, that was just how the anime too. That's how it went. Charizard against Magmar in the anime. And I loved that was a that, great that, yes. Yeah, that's a, that's that a classic so episode. Great. Could could you teach Charizard fly in this one? I couldn't remember if you did or not. I thought you could. I thought in Gen One you could, but maybe not. I couldn't. Remember. Remember. It's it's either Gen One you can or Gen One you can't. Um, I, I well, really, either can or you can't. Yeah, exactly. I thought you could. I thought you could. I couldn't remember. I know you had like size with costs, mm-hmm. which was definitely on there. But yeah, that that episode was really good. Nerd yeah. out. Nerd that was out. a great one. That was absolutely an excellent gym battle. Okay, so to to round out this section of our of our Pokemon talk, uh, the 3DS remakes coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. are you, are you guys thinking, uh, red, blue, and yellow. Red, blue, and yellow. On the 26th. Yeah. Are you guys thinking about picking them up? No. <laughs> no? No. Because I, I, uh, if I want to play them, I want to play them. I have red and blue still. I don't think I have yellow, but uh, if I want to play them, I want to play them on my, my Game Boy. I really do. Yeah, I mean, see, I'm, I'm kind of that way too, but I think I'll still probably da- pick them up because they're not that expensive. So no, they're not very yeah. bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah, and so like, though, when I play Metroid Fusion, if you ask me how do I play Metroid Fusion, it's on my SP yeah. always. Yeah, but I have it on my Wii U. I have it uh, like I have it downloaded anywhere that I can have it downloaded. And I'm the same way as you. I like to play it on an original system, you know. But Maybe I will this, do it. At now. the same time, <laughs> I, you know, with the, with the DS being that, what is my go-to system that travels with me? Um, you know, it'd be, it, it's definitely something that should be on my, you know, on my uh, DS. Do you remember the amount of hours you played on the first one, the first Pokemon? Either of you? I know my first file. I, I at least remember hitting uh, ninety nine hundred. I remember getting up there in the, near the hundred hour mark. I broke a hundred hours, and then my battery. Went That's when it died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember reaching it at least two two hundred hours on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say I was around like one ten or something like that, and then I lost my save file. But then I put another. You know, but then when I went you back to back it, I, beat, it. Yeah. I went through that whole game again. So I probably put a solid overall two into it. Yeah. Did uh, either of you guys ever catch them all? Yes. No. Yeah. I did on my second playthrough. My first playthrough, I used my Master Ball on Moltres because I didn't know you couldn't get another one. Yeah. Oh. Not necessarily a waste of a Master Ball, but I spent a lot of time trying to catch Mewtwo. And well, yeah, that was like, dude, it's not going to happen. That, that was tough. I tried to do that, too, through many different playthroughs, was seeing if I could catch them all without using a Master Ball and seeing how far and how long it would take. And uh, I had done it a few times, but it was just like, oh, it like hours spent on like one Pokemon. Oh, I messed up. Restart. Messed up. Restart. Messed up. Restart. In the original game, didn't Mewtwo have recovery? He, so, yeah, like, he had recovered. You're there, you're there recover, like, yeah. going hard on Mewtwo. You're in the, the, the unknown dungeon or whatever it's uh, called. Yeah. And then, you know, you get Mewtwo down and then recover. And you're like, no! Yep. yep. And you heal his status effect. Yeah. And, oh. Mewtwo. Damn it. Jason's favorite. Yep. My favorite. Uh, I'm thinking I, there's a good chance I will download one of the releases, especially if either of you guys are going to do it, uh, you know, because the new wireless trading and that sort of thing. And I'll, my uh, my fiance, who is often referred to as Pokiel here on the show, um, if she's going to download one and want to play it, because I don't think she's ever had the real red or blue experience. Can you, she got to do it later. Can you battle? 
Yeah, for your wireless too. Yeah, I'm pretty Feed sure the they, they have wife the wireless connectivity between the both. So, like we talked, it's about not it. through internet though. It has to be through local local, local play. Wireless. Yeah. Okay, so you can't go like I couldn't play you from my house. No. Okay. But luckily, we spend a lot of time together. Right. Right. Jobs. Right. So, uh, so yeah. I if, especially if my uh, if my fiance wants to play, I would love to pick up a copy of Blue again and and really dig into it. So, okay, we are going to do a new segment here on the Legend of Retro. Ooh, really? You guys ready for this? No. This is a a new segment I've sort of had in the works for a while. I decided today was the day to pull it out. What is this new segment? Uh, Well, we can give it an unofficial name of calling it Retro Championship Tournament. (laughs) Today on Retro Championship Tournament, we're going to whittle down our favorite and the best of the original 151 Pokemon. Give me a horn, Chops. Give me a horn. Wait for it. (laughs) Wrong horn. Wrong horn. I want the bro horn. Give me a bro horn, Chops. There we go. That's right, guys. We're about to get into this shit. Go ahead. Let's start the matches. Oh, man. Let's get Charizard to the finals. Come on. So here's how here's how this is this segment's going to go down. I have uh, made a bracket of 32. Now, I will say, if you have any disagreements with me on I this, do, I do. you can tweet at BX8B Gaming. Oh, darn. You can tweet at Radio Ethan. I'll, I'll field them right there from my personal Twitter account. I made this sort of... I tried to be slightly objective, uh, but uh, I call shenanigans. Yeah, you can call shenanigans all you want, but you know I'm right. Uh, but we, I, I grabbed the, what I thought were the top 32 Pokemon to put them in this bracket. We've broken them down into uh, like so, sort of an east and west, and also into uh, a regional grouping. So, so real, real quick though, you said you tried to be objective, right? Correct. So, can you, real quick, can you just let the crowd know? Uh, what did Gengar get as a, as a seeding? Number two seed, because Gengar is the best Pokemon. A number two seed. Still what? relevant in the metagame today, Got and a, a, an incredible and Pokemon. And Venusaur? A four seed. A four seed. Because yeah. Venusaur is garbage, and you guys know it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. Because okay. you guys picked Venusaur first, because you're wieners. <laughs> Whatever. You're wieners. I think the little plant... The little cabbage dinosaur. First of all, guess what? If you had a Venusaur right now as your pet, you'd fucking love it. You could fucking ride that thing. You could ride a goddamn plant. Yeah, then you, you okay, you get poisoned because it's also a poison. No, uh, he loves no, you. Because he, loves he you. hello, he sucks in sun energy and shoots it out as a beam of power. Okay. But I would not love a Venusaur as much as I'd love a Gengar. I didn't say you could have you a Gengar. I didn't a say Gengar. you have a choice. You couldn't ride a Gengar. I'm just saying if there was a Venusaur right here, right on the ground right there. I would not disrespect you'd be, it. Yeah, exactly. Would not disrespect your your exactly. Gengar's a phantasm. It, you wouldn't be able to touch it. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll save it for the turn. <laughs> Damn! Shit's on fire right now! And it's also a poison Pokemon, so I'd get messed up. Yeah. But let's save it. Let's see if, if Gengar and Venusaur show down so you guys can shut down my favorite Pokemon. But here are the regions that we're looking at. So, uh, you know, so instead of like an east or west here, we'll, we'll call this the... The island region. We have the Seafoam Islands and the Cinnabar Island region. And then on the land side, which would be like the uh, the other side of the bracket, we have the uh, the Pallet Town region and the Viridian City region. All right. So, which region you guys want to start in? Viridian. Viridian. We're starting it off in Viridian. All right. Our first matchup. Now, 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 how this is going to work? We're gonna, we're gonna vote. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna debate. We're gonna talk about however we want. There's three of us here in the room, so 
someone's gonna win. So it's not gonna be a tie. And you can you can argue how cool the Pokemon looks, how cool you think the Pokemon is, how effective it is in the game. Any any point you want to make about the Pokemon, make it and uh, see if you can sway other people to vote with you here in the room. Okay. So first first one and a number one seed here, Mewtwo, taking taking on Vileplume. Oh, <laughs> do you even Mewtwo? Can, yeah, Mewtwo. 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 Where's 100%. my pen? Hundred percent. Where's Mewtwo. my pen? I don't know. I found yeah. it. And, and in post, you should add in like under uh, under this competition music. Mewtwo. That's not competition music, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're ruining this contest. You're ruining everything. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. Next up. What's your vote? Yeah. Well, Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Okay. Mewtwo. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, I was already two to one, but it's Mewtwo. Okay. Um, okay. Next up is going to be a, a, a fighting showdown. So, Ooh. so Matt, yeah, it's, uh, chops is going to be hard for you. Machamp versus Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan, well, Hitmonchan 100%. Oh, Hitmonchan, way I'm voting Machamp. Well, because he looks like Goro. Because he's a wrestler and he looks like Goro. No, yeah, that's well, why he uh, sucks. Uh, uh, that's uh, why he sucks. Like, yeah. Hitmonchan, Hitmonchan, Hitmonchan hello. Jackie Chan, based I'm, off well, I'm all about agility and speed. Oh, and he's I got finesse. It. Yeah, finesse. See, yeah, but, but Machamp's a brawler. He's going to... He couldn't touch him. Couldn't space. touch no. him. Oh, he's, he's got four arms that obviously hinder his ability to use them. Whatever, He's got four guys. shoulders. Whatever. <laughs> All right, here's here's your beloved Venusaur. Yes. Versus the mascot of the franchise, Pikachu. Oh, that's fuck. a tough one. Well, what are the seeds here? Pikachu got a what? Pikachu would then be a fifth seed, I believe. Oh wow. wow. Um, I'm I'm gonna just sit here and go with Pikachu for one reason. I love Raichu. Raichu, Raichu is so cool in the show and everything. <sighs> Raichu doesn't get enough love. I just trained. A, I just ran the whole game with a Raichu on Y, and it just it felt good to take that underappreciated Gen One Pokemon all the way to the end of the game. Yeah, uh, I have to go Venusaur. Ooh. Yeah, I have so much love for Venusaur, and I, if as far as electric Pokemon go, I wasn't a huge fan of them in the game except for Zapdos. Listen, no That's one cares love, because Venusaur so. is a giant fat piece of shit. I've traded Pikachu gonna, for the and win. And he's going to sit on Pikachu, and Pikachu's going to get absorbed by his, nah. his by his plant ass. Nah. <laughs> Man, this is actually really tough for me. I was really hoping it wasn't going to come down to me, because yeah. as much as I've been Venusaur hating, I do love Venusaur, yeah. but Pikachu's Pikachu. I know, he's the mascot of the whole series, but... The whole, of the whole fucking company. Yeah, I know. I mean, the 20th anniversary is his fucking face. On yellow, yeah. Yeah. He had a whole... The, the green version never made it to the states. No, yeah. Leaf Green did. Oh, My, mine's still Venusaur though. Man, I'm going Pikachu. Yeah, I'm going Pikachu. Fine. down with upset, baby. Fifty <laughs> takes on Percy. Had, had to go with Pikachu. Fuck had, Venusaur. I don't know what I said earlier. We should have a March Madness of just Pokemon <laughs> instead of basketball teams. Pikachu's too iconic to to vote it down. So yeah. Sorry, Venusaur. All right, next up, Zapdos versus Weezing. I will say though, oh. Venusaur. There's probably some really good tentacle porn with Venusaur out oh, there. Oh, I believe it. That vine whip. Yeah, but mm. anyways, he can, go, he can go back to his porn because he's out. Yep. He can go back to ba banging, uh, what is it, Erica is the... the, the uh, she, no, she had vile plume. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Hers is vile plume. Right. Zapdos versus Weezing. Oh, God. I I <laughs> love Weezing because it is the dumbest Pokemon. Mm. It is so sad. It is like, it's like a, like... <laughs> 
It's like a beach ball fell into a radioactive goo, and then and then it evolved even further when another beach ball ran into it. But you're not gonna. Oh it. God, no, no. It's, it's Zapdos, Zapdos 100%, all the way. Zapdos, Zapdos. But, yes, you gotta go Zapdos. Weezing. <laughs> I love wheezing. So charity. something we need to talk about is oh, my that nowadays my favorite type is poison type because I oh, do yeah. get to bring Gengar in, Venusaur's in, Nido King. I just uh, muck Garbodor. I love poison. Pokemon. Garbodor. All right, so that is that is the first round from Viridian. Ooh. All right, let's make a move. Let's move move over to the islands. We're okay. going across. Going to uh, the islands, man. And we're over in the islands, Seafoam Island region. First matchup, Blastoise, the number one seed, versus Tentacruel. Oh, Blastoise. Well, yeah, Blastoise. Blastoise. I really the enjoyed way. the giant Tentacruel episode of Pokemon. Great episode. Because it was something different. You know, you yeah. saw a Pokemon become gigantic, which then they felt, they felt <laughs> like that... That's what it does. It just becomes a giant-ass Pokemon. Yeah. And it never went smaller again, I don't think. No, it's so just I'm just, I'm just like, this giant-ass... T- how is it's this got, not the like, most... It was like Godzilla. It was I know, like Godzilla. I know yeah. but like, I'm, in my head, I'm like, how is this not the most powerful Pokemon now forever? Because it's gigantic. Yeah, I don't know. But I'd capture it. Oh, man. Blastoise, th- Blastoise moves on oh, yeah. over Tentacruel, an obvious pick. Uh, here's one... That I think uh, I think I know Jobs' vote. Articuno versus Rhydon. Oh, Articuno. Ar- Articuno. Articuno all the Hands way. down. Yep. That's a no that's a no contest. Oh, that's gonna be a tough matchup later. No, this one I think this one's a pretty good matchup. I think it's pretty pretty even. Arcanine versus Nidoking. <sighs> right? It's a pretty good one. I think I think both of them were Pokemon well, that a lot of people didn't trade back in the day because you yes. need stones for it. You need right, you need a stones for them and Firestone. And, and they had those high risk uh, attacks, you know, they had fire blast, and Nido King had horn drill. Yeah. So you had these attacks that had a high probability of missing, but had a high payout if they did connect. Um, wow. I'm not picking first. I'll pick first. Fine, Arcanine. I'm I'm gonna go Arcanine for you sure. Go to Arcanine. I'm going Nido King. So Jay is on the hot seat. Ooh. It's Arcanine. Arcanine. Yeah. <laughs> Extreme speed. Yep. Like. And was originally supposed to be a legendary Pokemon. So, oh, it was? Yeah. Arcanine, if you read some of the early text, I think it's Arcanine, the legendary Pokemon. Like, it says it in it's either an early card or okay. an early Pokedex entry or something like that. Well, I it mean, was originally it's, supposed to be a legendary. It's a giant dog. Yeah. Like, but, that's, that's what I love about it is you yeah. ride a fucking giant dog. It's so great. Arcanine's great. No no complaints but there. I really okay. do like that. Okay. And ending the Seafoam, uh, this round in the Seafoam uh, region, Mew versus Kangaskhan. <laughs> wow. I don't want to pick first. I'm going Mew. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure why. I, uh, is Kangaskhan that good standing up against Mew, the original mythical Pokemon? Uh, here's the upset for me, Kangaskhan. Ooh. Kangaskhan is super cool to me. Mew, like like Mew to me. I never like though. Yes, he was mythical. Though they built him up to be this thing. I'd never really cared about Mew that much. I have to agree with Jay because Kangaskhan you could only catch in the Safari Zone. Yep. And because, like you said, Mew was so hard to get, and but you had this one motherly Pokemon with a with a child with it in a caged zone area. Like I felt more for it, and uh, it. And so I, I'd have to go Kangaskhan. Kangaskhan. Sound the upset horn shops. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you need to have it queued up. If you want to have a soundboard, you need to prove to us today that you can handle it. Yep. My bad. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, the seafoam is done. Now we are going to head to Pewter City. Ooh. The Pewter. Uh, no, excuse me, the Pallet Town. Pallet Town region. Uh, first up. I think it's an, uh, a clear no-brainer. Charizard versus Almastar. 
<laughs> Almastar okay. all the way. I <laughs> just because I know you're gonna choose Charizard, I want to go Almastar. Charizard. Oh, okay. I was like, that, that's official. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say he. No, no, I he, could have thrown the upset there just for fun. I, I want. I, just because Almastar's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's another tentacle porn he's, Pokemon. He is. Yeah. He's, and he's, he's a like fossil Krang. Pokemon, which I thought was a really cool concept in the game. You revived this Pokemon from the dead. <laughs> But Jay, you're actually voting Charizard? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, I could call the upset. I could eliminate Charizard. You already called Charizard. No, you already called Charizard. Yeah, Charizard. shred it down, you motherfucker. My boy. My day one boy. All right. Next up, Alakazam versus Kabutops. Another Ooh. fossil Alakazam. <gasps> my vote goes Alakazam all the way. Kabutops was one of my favorite Pokemon in the original because um, he reminded me of just like an ancient Scyther. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I, I'd have to go Kabutops. Um, I, I love psychic Pokemon back in the day, and I recently just raised up an Alakazam that I love, so I'm going Alakazam. Okay. I'm okay with that. I, I mean, love Kabutops, yeah. though. I did like Kabutops a lot. He's I a rock. The, I remember getting the Kabutops you know? card and really liking it, yeah. but Alakazam. Plus, I loved all the evolutions of Alakazam. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Here, one spoon, two spoon. <laughs> here's one that I like. I really like this matchup right here. Snorlax versus Jolteon. See, I don't even know why you chose fucking Snorlax. Snorlax is awesome! <laughs> Stupid. First, Snorlax no. is iconic. Snorlax is fun because he's super obese and sleeps all the time. Yeah, he's also dumb. Yeah. So Jolteon. Jolteon. 100%. Jolteon's great, too. Jolteon. All the way. Jolteon all the way. Snorlax! How did you guys vote down Snorlax? Because, uh, because he had to move him with a flute. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> a pokey flute that was just a Pokeball with a flute through it. Snorlax is amazing. No. Eh. Um. Okay, well... I know what's going to happen here. It's Gengar versus Aerodactyl. Oh, actually, this is a tough one. <laughs> I'm not I'm not picking first. I don't want to pick I'm first. I'm voting Gengar because okay. he's the best Pokemon. Yeah, okay, I'm not porking oh, second. Oh, man. Porking second. I'm not porking second. <laughs> man, I really... Aerodactyl's great. I love Aerodactyl. But, I mean, Gengar, the I, original I'm going to go with my original gut feeling, and it was Aerodactyl. Because it was a stone... It was a it was a rock flying Pokemon, yeah. and one of the fastest and it was one of the fastest, and it was a it's a fucking pterodactyl. Like you revived it from old amber, I think. Yes. And yeah, I had I have to go aerodactyl on this. It's all up to you, Jay. Do you have like a sound effect for like waiting or intensity? No. He, give, give us a give us a drop. Give us a zoom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's me falling off the pterodactyl and going Gengar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my boy lives another round. How could you betray? <laughs> he is the protector of us all. The most prehistoric Pokemon, Aerodactyl. <laughs> all right, in the Cinnabar region, kicking it off, Gyarados versus Pidgeot. Oh, man. Pidgeot? Pidgeot. Yeah. Remember Pidgeot? Oh, I know, yeah. But Gyarados wins for me easy. Uh, I'm going to go Pidgeot on this one. I'm going Gyarados. Oh, damn. Come on, Gyarados. Well, and I, the reason why I chose Pidgeot was because when you finally evolved Pidgeoto to Pidgeot, it, feels good. it was a beast. Yeah, but how about when Pidgeot you was evolved a Psyduck into Gyarados? Psyduck? No, not Psyduck. Oh, my God. Magic card. Yeah, Magic card. You had to love that. No, no, no. You had to be dedicated to that fucking shit. Because he had that. It was an experience share in Gen 1. It was just as bad as Abra. Oh, yeah. Just as bad. And it was not as much payoff. Yeah. Because Abra at least led to Alakazam. But Gyarados is great. Yeah, Gyarados is I do like Gyarados, yes. But I preferred Pidgeot. No, Pidgeot. Sorry. Well, it's Gyarados. We're moving on. 
Um, all right. What did what did I write here? That's this Moltres. is the first time my handwriting is getting a That's hold Moltres. of me. Oh yeah. Okay, Jason Garrett. <laughs> Moltres versus Golem. Moltres. Oh, Moltres, 100%. Yeah, pretty easy. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want a grenade with arms on my <laughs> yeah. team because that's exactly what he looked like. Fuck that Pokemon. You remember? <laughs> oh, we, we went to Redford Comic Con and we and we got free Pokeballs and fucking Chris Chris pulled him out of his Pokeball and I go, oh my God, that's the Pokemon we were talking shit about last yes. week. It's a boulder. Yeah. All three of them are boulders. <laughs> terrible okay. design. Well, people talk about terrible Pokemon design. How did that make the, the top family. 32? <laughs> yeah. How? Okay, would you rather it be Cloyster or Dugong or Seeking? Yes. Or Psyduck. Or... Okay, okay. So, Golduck. We'll do Moltres no, 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 versus no, no, Golduck. No, Psyduck. Moltres Psyduck. versus Psyduck. Specifically Psyduck. Moltres, Moltres versus, versus Psyduck. Anything. What, what are you going to say? Psyduck, then. I'm going to choose Psyduck. You would, ch- you would change to Psyduck? I would change to Psyduck. Over, over Moltres? Over Moltres. That is my least favorite legendary bird. <laughs> it, is the, the, it is the troll... Well, I'm sorry. Psyduck is the troll Pokemon of the whole. My vote goes for Psyduck. Yes. Fuck you, legendary bird. You're gone. I'm taking Moltres off. (laughs) Birds are falling out of the sky. Straight up mutiny by the by the committee. If you're gonna put some shitty ass Pokemon in the top 32, we're gonna fuck your game up. That's right. I put it in because it was a third evolution. I'm just glad we didn't put Slowbro in. (laughs) I like Slowbro more than Slowbro. Slowbro. I do like Slowbro more. Okay, I like Golbat out of the tournament. I love Golbat, but I know Golbat's garbage. Um, I, I love. I love uh, Gold Duck out. I love Gold Duck. I love. I if like you Coulson. wanted Snorlax to win something, you should have put him up against that fucking boulder. Yeah, it should have no, done. I wasn't trying to rip this to the Pokemon. I like win. That wasn't what's happening here. Let's that, get back on track. Okay, yeah. back on track. Scyther versus Electabuzz. Another great matchup. Oh, Scyther. shit. Scyther. Scyther. I'm going Electabuzz. Scyther. Oh, man. Don't let me I'll put down. this on you, chaps. I gotta go Electabuzz. God damn it! Oh! I really liked Electabuzz. Electabuzz is cool. I, I I give you that. He was he was you know he's like Magmar. He was one of those specific ones in the games that you had to get mm-hmm. you know or trade for. Yeah. Yep. So sorry, oh. Scyther. Scyther had a cool design though. That's fine. Gengar's gonna lose next round yeah, now. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, you can't be. You can't hold this against me. Um, dra- fucking contest. And finally, the last matchup of the first round: Dragonite versus Onyx. Dragonite. 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 Okay. <laughs> Onyx. <laughs> Is kind of cool. No, it's a snake. Not against. It's not, not against again, Dragonite. Again, it's a rock snake. So it's a bunch of boulders in a line. <laughs> yeah, they got its ass kicked pretty much all the time. Right. Uh, I'm gonna squirt you with a water bottle. Yep. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> Where are you on that chops? I was making the joke. Keep your own sound effects. <laughs> Okay, right. next up. Okay, second round. Viridian City. Mewtwo versus Hitmonchan. I'm going Hitmonchan. Mewtwo. I'm sticking to my gut. Mewtwo. As much as I really don't want Mewtwo to win the entire thing, I actually I'm going to have to go Mewtwo. It's better. Damn. Yes. It's iconic. Oh. It's powerful. I can't say I'll make it out of the next round, but I'm going to. Yeah, gonna... we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, next next matchup. Pikachu versus Zapdos. Oh, Zapdos. 100%. Zapdos. Okay, Zapdos. Zapdos fries Pikachu. Every time. All right. Next up, we are heading. What's what would be the next one that we have to do? We I'm are just heading, saying. I'm just saying. Birds hunt mice. Yeah. <laughs> We're heading Literally, to Pikachu Seafoam Island. Seafoam Island region. Blastoise versus Articuno. Oh, Articuno. Blastoise. Blastoise. Damn it. Yep. Oh well. <laughs> okay. Next up, Arcanine <laughs> versus Kangaskhan. Oh, Arcanine, 100. <sighs> percent 
I need to think about this. Okay, one. okay. Um, I could take that thinking away from you by voting Arcanine, but um, that's true. You could. I don't know I'm, I'm actually. I'm going to vote Arcanine. All right. All right. Yeah, cool. Arcanine. I like. I like Arcanine's uh, lineage. The the family. All right. Coming up next. Yeah. Growlithe Arcanine. <clears throat> great Pokemon. Okay. Ballot down region. We're back to it. Charizard versus Alakazam. Ooh. Char. Chops, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go to so we can find out if we need to go into a tiebreaker here. Uh, no, I, I I know my gut answer is is gonna change it. It's gonna it's gonna make it. Um, I I'd pick Charizard. Okay, Charizard it is. So Charizard moves on. What would you choose? Tough. I was probably gonna go with Charizard. Okay. 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 Next up, Jolteon versus Gengar. Jolteon. And that is not because I what I said earlier. Jil- I generally like <laughs> that's a good matchup. It's a real good matchup. I think a Jilteon, I think Eevee, and it just wins because of just that just that whole Eevee evolution. Flareon, very underrated fire Pokemon. Flareon is awful. I if like you Flareon. picked Flareon, which I have I a did, Flareon card decision. in my wallet to this day, original. And Doug has a Doug has a Jolteon, doesn't he? Jolteon. Yeah, he does. I was going to put a Vaporeon in my wallet at yep, some point. Yep. But. I'm voting Gengar because Gengar is my boy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go Gengar too. Garbage. Sorry. Okay, and our Good. finally out of the Cinnabar region, Gyarados versus Psyduck. <laughs> Psyduck, 100 percent. Psyduck. Psyduck, 100 percent. He's going all the way. Woo! Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, Electro- we gotta have that. We gotta have the underdog. We gotta have Psyduck, we gotta have the Psyduck versus Mewtwo. Psyduck's gonna it. win it all. I'm calling it the Cinderella story of it all. We're, okay, we're blowing up the board. Sorry, uh, Electabuzz or Dragonite? Dragonite. Dragonite. Dragonite is moving on. He doesn't stand a chance against Psyduck. Though. No, no, <laughs> he's gonna get. Psyduck's fucked. gonna be in that final four. Psyduck's gonna make him his bitch. All right, Viridian City. We're to the semifinals. Mewtwo or Zapdos? Oh man, I can't go first. I'm not gonna pick first. Um, Ethan has to go Zapdos. first. Ooh, oh, shitty shit. mix shit. Mewtwo. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going Zapdos. God damn Zapdos. it! I'm sorry. Zapdos is just so It's my favorite sweet. bird, though, so it's all right. It is, it is fucking, the best bird. It's a, it's a bird made of lightning. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's pretty neat. <clears throat> pretty neato. Okay, oh, yeah, we're here. And this is for the title of what? Best Pokemon. This is, yeah, best, best Pokemon. Best original Pokemon. Best original yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> best, best original Pokemon. The Seafoam region. <laughs> Psyduck's about to become the official Pokemon of Legend of Retro. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, goodness. Seafoam uh, region. Blastoise are, or Arcanine? Blastoise. Yeah, Blastoise. Blastoise. <clears throat> Okay, so they've each won a region. Uh, all right, all right. Who's up next? Who's up next? Psyduck or Dragonite? Psyduck, baby! Psyduck's going to the final Psyduck. four! I take Psyduck in the final match! Oh, man, you 100%. guys are making a mockery of this tournament. I put, I put a lunch... No. I spent my whole lunch break at work making this today. No, you made it a mockery by not including him in the first place. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. right. Who that's the hell true. do you think that's you true. are? That's true. I, do, I feel bad about leaving Psyduck. Last Producer second right in, and that bitch is going to ride it God. all the way. He's going all the way. Underdog. Right. True Cinderella story. <laughs> Final of the uh, the semifinals out of the Pallet Town region, 
Charizard versus Gengar. I'm voting Gengar. Char. Charizard. Woo! Get out of there, Gengar. Go home. Charizard, too iconic to pass up. Okay, now let's do a breakdown here. We have our final four Pokemon to find out who's going to be the best Pokemon of the original 151. Now, out of the the uh, the land side of things, out of the Viridian City bracket, we have Zapdos. Out of the Pallet Town, we have Charizard. Out of Cinnabar, we have Psyduck. <laughs> Woo! Cinnabar, and out of the Seafoam Islands, we have Blastoise. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's get this one. This is this is a tough matchup right here. Okay, Viridian City versus Pallet Town. Zapdos versus Charizard. Zapdos! Oh, man. I'm going Zapdos. Yeah! Zapdos takes down the overall number one seed of Charizard. That's right. That's right. The that, bird. Is, that is big time stuff. And uh, I'm going to give that a ham. God, I, I, I hate both of you. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna hate Cinnabar, us right now. Cinnabar's do you, champion. Wait, do you even need to ask this? Ask this question. <laughs> Cinnab- Psyduck versus Blastoise. Psyduck, baby. You can't be stopped. There's no stopping this duck. Oh, damn it! <laughs> and finally. Out of the land region, Zapdos. Out of the the island region, Psyduck. Let's let Ethan answer first. Okay. Psyduck! Yes! Yes! Psyduck! Unanimous! Psyduck wins it all! Greatest Pokemon ever. The best. The best Pokemon. Out of the original 151, minus whatever it makes the 32, Psyduck. Psyduck. How do you feel about that, Ethan? <laughs> How do I feel about it? Let's be honest. I wanted anything but Charizard or Mewtwo to win. <laughs> right, right. Because and this is that exact This opposite. is what we got. You know, I would have liked to see Zapdos or Blastoise, uh, another high seed Pokemon, really pull it off as being the best. Hey, man. Uh, How can you hate a Pokemon that gets stronger the worse its headache is? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> It's like dealing with a, a, like an angry person at work. Like, I need more coffee. I have a headache. become more irritable and, oh, and scary. Oh, man. All oh, right. I'm well, so well thanks, thanks for listening to the first ever Legend of Retro Tournament of Champions or whatever <laughs> I was calling it, but I like Tournament of Champions. Congratulations, Psyduck. We'll be uh, laughing about Psyduck forever. And- Please post all the fan art you have of Psyduck all over our Facebook and Twitter pages. I'm calling out a challenge to both of you. Calling out a challenge okay. to both of you. I want to have a... All a six Psyduck versus six Psyduck battle. Ooh. Oh my god. I want to have it. Well, why don't we just. I think it's better if we each train one Psyduck and whoever's is the best wins, you know? One Psyduck. One and we on each one. get one Psyduck. Okay. One Psyduck, Psyduck, one versus Psyduck. Psyduck versus Psyduck. I'm in. I'm going to. St- I'm actually going to start training my Psyduck this weekend. Psyduck my on Psyduck. My fiance has my 3DS. So this weekend. Are we talking new gen or uh, old gen? Ooh, if we get the old gen. But I was thinking new gen. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm cool I'm with down. whatever. I, just, I know everybody out there already agrees with our pick that Psyduck is the greatest yes, original exactly. Pokemon ever. But uh, if you, for some reason, are an idiot and you don't agree, <laughs> who would have been your number right. one original Pokemon? Of our bracket, or if there was one that you thought did should have made the list, yeah, but like, didn't. Yeah, uh, like uh, Diltrio or whatever his name Dugtrio? is. Yeah, yeah. Dildo Trio. Dildo Trio. Yeah, Dildo Trio, yeah. Sea <laughs> King, Dugong, yeah. Cloister, Marowak, Tangela. 
Tangela, yeah. Where's Tangela at? <laughs> yeah, Tangela. That's tentacle porn master right there. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who else. Beedrill, Butterfree. What about Cave Herpes? Where Weedle. the hell is he at? Well, I didn't originally have Golbat. I took Golbat off to put Pidgeot Zubat. on. Zubat. Cave Herpes. Zubat. Cave Herpes. Yeah. And I will say Crobat's one of my favorite Pokemon ever, so... The yeah. cave herpes turns that's into, not in the original 151. Correct. That's not I can't wait for the for the next gen championship to come out so that we can just get Delibird the win. <laughs> no. Get him no. to be champ. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, Delibird is going. What down. you don't know is uh, that one. Uh, we're going to substitute Chops for Jazzy, and I'm going to pay him off. Delibird's going to win. This uh-uh. is going to be uh-uh. a fixed rig. Jazzy shit. has heart. Okay. He'll listen to his heart. And no. Then, the Jazzy truth. bailed and then we'll on Pokemon. Substitute Jazzy with L. And she'll be the true one, there my you opinion, because she doesn't like either of us. That's true. True. She'll choose Deli Bird, though. She only likes Chops. Chops is her favorite. There you go. Yeah, well. Well, see ya. All well, right, well, that was our extensive coverage of the first generation <laughs> of Pokemon. Shine with all your opinions, all things social media, BX8B Gaming. We would love to hear from you, hear from your votes, and hey, maybe next time we'll be able to do this uh, a little bit with some fans involved. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we're going to be doing more of these tournaments, maybe voting on our favorite NES games, uh, voting on the best uh, female heroes in gaming, all sorts of stuff like that. We're going to come up with more tournaments. We want your ideas for tournaments. Send them in uh, to BX8B Gaming anywhere on social media or or uh, info at bx8b.com. And, uh, Jay, what time is it? It's time for some Retro Relapse. Retro <laughs> And we missed it. <laughs> All right, Jay, now that Retro Relapse is here, tell us what we pre- played. <laughs> All right, folks, in a world where video games are bad. And, and they, Sega's not dead yet. And they come on CDs. We played the Sega CD. Jurassic Park. <laughs> and it was bad. <laughs> it was piss poor. <laughs> this is like, I have the same three sound effects over and over again. <laughs> it's the only sound effects we have. That's right, so folks. We can't afford the expensive sound, of, sound effect board, but nope. what we can afford is a $3.99 Sega <laughs> CD oh, game man. called Jurassic Park CD. I loved it. Yes, I know, because you have something wrong in your head, but that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I do have something wrong in my head. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, um, I picked up a Sega CD over the weekend. Uh, one of the one of the Sega uh, systems I've been missing. So I was super pumped. But um, we we hadn't hooked it up yet to even see if it worked. So, <laughs> I, so right. I didn't go and buy any expensive games for it because I didn't even know if this thing worked yet. So I picked up the four dollar <laughs> Jurassic Park game, vaguely remembering it in my mind. I couldn't even remember it at all until I saw it. Until you heard it. Oh no, I had to see it really to, oh, to get okay. it. Oh okay, I thought the music really got you no. going. But uh, yeah, so we played Jurassic Park CD, and basically, if you remember this game, it was like a uh, cursor search, like point and click point adventure. And click adventure. But it didn't have any like keywords. It was very vague on the on the interaction. Yeah, everything you picked up, there was no <laughs> description as to what it was for. Nope. Like, I thought I picked up a dinosaur egg. Turned out it was a rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, my game ended quite quickly because I found the uh, Triceratops area, and I found the sick Triceratops. Well, I turned, and, and uh, Triceratops had knocked over a vehicle. Well, uh, when, you, when you rolled over the uh, windshield, a hand popped up. So I was like, oh, well, there's probably, like, some players or something in there. Oh, uh, no, it honked the horn, and then Triceratops came and killed me. <laughs> and at that point, uh, I didn't even know I died. You just, I just, like, 
I honked the horn. The screen went black. I heard, Ugh! And then after 30 seconds, it finally said, game over. <laughs> and I was like, cool, I'm done. Who's next? And Matt's like, ooh, me, me, me. Oh, yeah. I got to play this game. Oh, yeah. So then for the next 45 minutes, it was all Matt's game. God, I loved it. AKA Chop, sorry. Oh, I loved it so much. And I found the stunner gun in the beginning, and you're like, where'd you get that? I'm like, the first thing. Yeah, like, I didn't even well, look in the... Miss the, that. Uh, yeah, I guess you crash in a helicopter. Yeah, and there's sur- no preface in this and game you of what's going on. with perfect health. Yeah, as you, as you usually do in these games. So you crash in a helicopter, and your goal is to find six dinosaur eggs so that you can put them in an incubator when all you should be doing is getting off the goddamn island. GTFO, the island. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I immediately remember the feeling of playing this game when I was younger, and I don't remember beating it. I vaguely remember anything but the places I went to, um, but I had a lot of fun playing it. I really enjoyed you did, it. You did. You a smile on your face. I did. I loved the interaction. I liked picking up the dinosaur eggs and distracting them and then shooting them with my gun, and then the fact that I put a r- rock in a river next to a log to make it stable. That was weird. It um, sounds like Chops went on a real adventure. It does. It sounds like you're telling us what you did on vacation. Like, I did. I stole some I dinosaur did. eggs. I stole, I stole a dinosaur egg, and I saw a T-Rex up close. I went into the command center and I typed my name in and there was these cubes and I saved my game and there was all these locked doors but I couldn't get in them because they were locked. So I, I only had one key. So I left it but there was cool skeletons in there. Let me tell you. And some pliers. You got those pliers. <laughs> I got those pliers. And I got those wire cutters. Too bad I got them too late because I died. The because egg. you stole dinosaur eggs in front of the dinosaurs. Listen, I'm a bad uh, thug life, okay? <laughs> I give no fucks. To be fair, you did switch and try to shoot them as they ran at you. Yeah, I, but I was they impressed. were like... I was impressed with how laggy this game is. Your your reaction time to get your gun out oh, and actually try to shoot them. I, I felt very much like I was very responsive in this game. Um, the load times were a little much... Um, but they were pleasantly covered by awesome music. <laughs> really the music awesome. Was great. The music was great. Like running techno 80s music. It was so good. Yeah. Well, that was like Jeopardy, I think. I think that was the Jeopardy music. Yeah. Ethan, how'd you like it? I will start by saying that I am a Sega CD owner. I own one. I'm sorry. And I own one too now. The I worst thing about the Sega CD is a lot of the titles are point-and-click games, which are the worst. So, uh, so they you liked were, it? No, no. <laughs> I They forced me to play it. I wanted to do other things to prep the show He out. wanted to work. Yeah, I, want, I wanted to work instead of play Hell no. the Jurassic Park on the Sega CD. And they're like, Hell you have no. to play it. And they forced the controller in my hand. They held my eyes open like it's the clockwork orange. And all I did is I tried to find a way to die. And even when I would like <laughs> anger the dinosaurs, it. they would not kill me. They like, laughed at them. They're like, ha ha, you have to keep like, playing, bitch. <laughs> 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 I just never enjoyed the gameplay style of like move around with a cursor to try and find things. I think maybe it's because I'm stupid. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to solve like these these puzzles where you have to be like, what do I use these players for? Well, I can't wait to find out in ten minutes. No, I want to shoot things and be eaten by dinosaurs, and I want to go on uh, an intense adventure, not one that is uh, you know just scrolling from scene to scene. Well, fine. Why don't you just go play the Sega Genesis fucking Jurassic Park then? That one is also bad, but would I do you, prefer it. Would you like a, a Jurassic Park game that's entirely quick time events? 
<laughs> I think you would. If they released one nowadays, that's all it would be, would be Quick Time. It's <laughs> called the Order of Jurassic Park 1886. Yeah. So, um, you know, to, to, but to be completely fair, as someone who has never liked point-and-click games, and as quickly as I wanted to end my time playing this game... You were enjoying it. I did enjoy it more than any other point-and-click game I've ever played. I also was impressed with just the appearance of the game. It looks great. It, it really did does. look great, and it was pre mostly pre-rendered stills. Um, and for it being a Sega CD game, which I'm sure that disc can only hold like a it's a gig. compact disc, a gig. It's not even a gig. It's, it's not seven hundred megabytes. Yeah, yeah. So it was rather detailed for that. Yeah, I was rather impressed, and you could save the game. Well, yeah, allegedly. which we didn't even know. Allegedly, we, we we don't know if it actually worked. Well, it's we, a game we, save. We never we didn't load tried it. to load, we didn't load the game. It. I just loved the the uh, video clips that they would build into this thing of like you you would pick like a path to go down, and then you'd have this like three second video clip of you just going through the same yeah. generic like like forest or or, or uh, jungle. So like you you'd be on the road where like the right side of you was the T Rex pen, and the left side was trees. But when you chose to go down that path, it was it just was trees. jungle on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the the giant pen with the T Rex would disappear, and, and they would dissolve into the next scene. I love the fact that they oh, were the like transitions were amazing. Shots. Oh man! And I will say part of the very slim amount of fun that I was having was that I can speak for probably everyone in the room have a big love for Jurassic Park. So just being sort of, it, it felt, you know, like we talk about the Sega Genesis game, which is a huge turd, uh, but this actually get, evoked some of the feelings that I had from Jurassic Park, uh, just sort of exploring it. So I will say that, that uh, that felt good. Yeah, it, it definitely felt like you were in the movie. It was realistic enough that it felt like the movie more so than the original Sega game. Um, but... It, it was it was awkward. Now you guys do remember there's actually two Sega games, Genesis games. There's like the the Unleashed one or something. Like Rampage that. edition, Rampage. which I you, don't remember. And that you one. were the dinosaur. Oh yes, I remember that I one now. I bought that one though. I didn't realize I, that's I what did it was. I did not play that as much as the first one. The first one where you, you're just constantly yeah, running. Yeah, you're kind of, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> very good. Out of ammo. But the yeah. Rampage one was fun because you played that as the dinosaur. So, but arguably this uh, this game might be the. Be the second best Jurassic Park game ever made. I mean, was there newer ones? No. There's I, one on the NES, there's one on the Super Nintendo, but they're all the same basic game. It's like that yeah. top-down trash yeah. where you're just like... But there's no around. newer we, one out right played now, it. is there? We've played... The only Jurassic Park game that I can remember that's newer is the Park Builder. There's the Park Builder that was on Game Boy Advance, which was a big letdown. I could the one talk, on PS2, talk in length in a while, but the PS2 and Xbox one that sells for a really high price it does. is allegedly very good, but I've I played it. I played it, but I'm, but that style of game just is, isn't my thing. Now I remember the arcade car one where you're driving the jeep. But was there another arcade Jurassic Park game? I don't remember. No, I there's, the, remember there's the jeep driving one, yeah. shooting one, where yeah. the rail shooter. Um, if you count that, that's fun. It's a fun game. Yeah, but I couldn't remember if there was another one. But out as there. far as the home, the home games, as much as, as much as uh, Ethan wants to bash this game, it's actually one of the best Jurassic Park games that's ever fair. made. I can't deny that. With that being said, we have to rate this game. Oh yeah. On an eight bit scale, we'll start with the, the the lover of this game. Ethan. What would you what would you give this on an eight bit scale? I long for it in the night. <laughs> with its <laughs> Does it tickle your loins when you think of it? With its solid two rating. Uh, I give it a two. It wasn't fun, but 
You gave was it, Jason was it a two. I guess you gave Friday the Thirteenth. No, I gave it a one. Oh, you gave it a I one. Gave, I'm pretty sure I gave go it back a two. And, yeah. You gave it a two. All right. Yeah, I at least yeah, I think I would. Yeah, no, I put it above Friday the Thirteenth. So you I'll give fucking it a two. better. You better. What about oh, you I then? Better. What about you then? It gets a four. 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 Yeah. You give nice. it half, four out of eight. Nice. Halfway. I would play. I will. Let me correct myself. Oh. I will play this whole game. I don't believe that. Yeah. Now you, have, get, you have a th- over a yeah, thousand you got a lot video better games, games you and can you're play. going to flush hours of your life down the toilet with this. Not game. hours, because I'll probably go to Google and I'll figure out like how to play this game properly. <laughs> but I will go play through it because I would. I am interested I like to, to see, the see deeper into this game. Uh, some of the because again, I a I just bought a Sega CD, so I haven't had one like you had. So yeah, I may have a lot of games, but I have a new system that I haven't been able to explore a lot. And right now, it's my only Sega CD game, so I it gets all of my attention. Until you get Sonic, until CD, I and get then you're po- just until I get Power Rangers. I thought you had Corpse Killer. No, I don't. Oh, I no, don't. not yet. I was gonna buy some more games, but I decided before that I need to make sure the system works, and it does. So now I'm gonna start collecting my Sega CD collection. I want to say I thought the Batman game that was out the Batman of- game oh my is God, so the Batman good. and Robin. Yep. Oh, I I could never get past the the uh, Riddler part. It goes. That's where yeah. I got stuck. It's at. pretty expensive. It goes for about forty about forty dollars. Yeah. It but, is so But I want to get that. I, that's definitely one I have to get. That my brother, my brother and I played that game for. Hours. Yeah, and I want to get uh, Spider Man as well. I think we I still have. have I think I might have Bat- Batman and Robin. Yeah, um, I plan on picking that one up. Anyways, uh, I I want to give this game a six. I want to really bad. Wow, that's but I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to give this game a five because I've played a lot of Sega CD games, and there's a lot of shitty games out there. <laughs> And as far as Jurassic Park games go, it's my favorite one. So it, it, it moves a little higher for me in the rankings because of the, how fact I love point-and-click games. Um, it was it was a lot prettier than I thought it was going to be. Load times weren't as bad as, I, as, no, as people weren't. made them out to believe, um, and I had a lot of fun with it. Now, I didn't play it, but I did just think about a more recent Jurassic Park game, Lego Jurassic World. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I but mean, it's a Lego game. Like those, you, those are good already. I still really want to play it. It's a great game. You have it upstairs. I'm gonna I, steal it. I do. Yes. I'm steal it and play it with Al. Go for it. Um, yeah, I'm giving it a five. Five. I like it. So uh, not a bad showing for a four dollar game. No, pick it up and at least try it. Yeah. If, if you have you, a Sega if you CD, have a Sega CD for four. That's bucks, the most expensive part. Yeah, it's worth it. Uh, it. You know, I will say that from what I it in a weird way. From what I remembered of this game as a kid, it got better. Yeah. And part of it is is because this style of game I'm more interested in than when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, I was more like no what, patience. E- what, yeah, what Ethan is now, yeah. and that is I don't want to play a point-and-click game and wait to figure things out. Now that interests me more because I'm curious. Right. You know? Um, I'm just as stupid now as it was when I was a kid. <laughs> stupid, stupid. I want to run right and step on turtles. Like that's all I want to yeah. do. In I want to watch cats die. <laughs> I want to watch end <laughs> over end. Yeah. Look so at that's that. why I like Pokemon. Look at that bitch tumble. Animals hurting each other. <laughs> oh dear God. So all right, guys, that's been retro relapse. Uh, we played Jurassic Park CD for the Sega CD, and uh, you can always. Uh, request what game you'd like us to play. So, yeah, so now we have the Sega CD uh, library and available to us. we have the Sega 32X. Yes. Oh, which I'm going to look... Next time I go to my parents, I'm going to look for the Spider-Man game. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's terrible. I picked up Doom. I can't wait to play it. Oh, it's it. so good. I know. I'm so oh, excited. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to play the shit out of that. 
All right, so guys, uh, always you can send in your requests at info at bxab.com. Hit us up on social media at BXAB Gaming and let us know what game you'd like us to play for Retro Relapse. We will give you a shout-out and pick that game if it's in our inventory. If it's not and we can obtain it for a reasonable price, I will add it to my collection so that we can have it for Retro Relapse. Uh, I know Ethan's bringing over Ghostbusters soon. That's the game plan. Hopefully next week, Ghostbusters yep. on the NES. So uh, that's another one that's uh, that's been requested. And then uh, Shadowed Hearts has been requested. And I From the to... beginning of time. Yeah, it turns out Lucas sold his copy. Uh... So we're, we're looking to obtain our own copy. But we haven't forgotten. It's still on the list. So please, send in uh, any games you want us to play. Uh, and we will, we will add them to the list, guys. But uh, that's been Retro Relapse. It's time to move on. Some emails. Emails. So, this is a retro show. Email probably doesn't exist yet, but you guys figured it out anyway. So Good for you. Yeah, we got a couple questions that we need to go over here. First up on the email is Xander, and Xander wants to say, can you get your uh, sound thing going for me? Which, I, um, I need the movie. I need the movie. You need a movie one? Yeah. Okay, hold on one Let me know second. when you're ready because... I'm ready. Friend when, of the show, Xander. When okay. would you like me to cue it? Uh, I'll let you know. I'm going to read this first, and then I'm going to point to you to cue it. So okay. here we go. Pitch a gritty R-rated cinematic adaptation of an 8-bit video game. Go. In a world where sex bots take over everything, the blue bomber big dick Mega Man has one goal. He said R-rated, not X-rated. Fuck it, I'm going all the out. Big dick bomber. <laughs> yeah, big dick blue bomber, man. He's got blue balls. He needs to unload his load in every sex spot there's left to save humanity. <laughs> I can't finish it. Wait, wait, I got one, I got Go. one. Keep it going, keep it going. In a world where you need to fit things together <laughs> with intensity as the clock ticks down and things pile up, it's Tetris. <laughs> Coming this summer <laughs> to a theater near you. <laughs> oh. I don't even want to participate. I just like listening to you guys. There you go. All right. Oh, well, man. there's our gritty, gritty R-rated game. Gritty R-rated cinematic adaptation of an 8-bit video game starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> it's Tetris. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> <laughs> she went to camp looking to ride. <laughs> Little did she know. <laughs> that she was the one being hunted. Barbie's wild horse adventure. The animals have been unleashed, and only her friends and her coach will make it out alive. Or so she thinks. No one can hear you scream when the animals are coming. You'll be trampled on your hooves. Oops, I ran into the mic there. My bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank, you, yeah, thank, thank you, Xander. Yeah, thanks, Xander. All right. Next up, we got Retro Mike, and Retro Mike wants to say, "What is the first game you remember beating?" Uh, his is Super Mario World. Is the first game I can remember beating by myself. I still remember watching the credits roll while dancing around my basement. First game I can remember beating. This is tough for me because if anyone because you haven't beaten the game, game. it's because I don't beat games. Yeah, even games I love, I'll get super into, and somehow, like right before it ends, I go meh, and I stop playing it. Um, well, I mean, you beat Pokemon. 
I, I have beaten every Pokemon game I've ever played. So there you other go. than Pokemon Rangers that I played for 10 minutes and never played again. I'd say Pokemon's got to be one for you then. Yeah, Pokemon would, I guess, Pokemon Blue, maybe the, oh, Kirby. There you go. I beat Ooh, Kirby, Kirby's Dreamland. Kirby's Dreamland was the first game I got on my Game Boy. It's the reason I got a Game Boy is because I saw the commercials. Like I want a ga- I want a Game Boy. I want to play Kirby so bad. So uh, I was the first kid in my neighborhood to beat it. So I taught my friends how to beat it. So Kirby, um, another game other than Kirby's Dreamland early on that I beat Wario Land. Uh-huh. So that was oh, that was huge Game Boy. So I guess I did beat some Game Boy games back in the day. Oh man, I mean, I, before I beat Metroid, I believe I actually beat Castlevania. Nice. So probably Castlevania, followed by Metroid. And I never beat. I, well, I have now, but back then I never beat uh, the Legend of Zelda. I did with a Game Genie. That would be the first game I beat, but it was using a Game Genie. But yeah, Zelda. But I mean, that was a little. I was. I was like six. So. I mean, I guess actually, I'd have to go back and say the first game I actually beat was Mario, like the original Mario Super Mario Brothers. But I remember it took a while because when I first got my NES, I was young and not very good at games. But I remember the eighth world and 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 finally beating Mario. But I don't know if that was. I don't know. I might have not beat that till after. It's so hard to remember because it's all a blur. Yeah, it's all mixed in at the same time. So I, I guess one of the Mega Man games may have been my first one, but I do distinctly remember Super Mario Brothers three or Super Mario World. Oh, absolutely. A, as being one of those games because I was a little older then. And I had more skills in games and more dedication to them. Yeah, I know one that I beat that I really was super pumped that I beat, and that was Earthworm Jim. Oh, yeah. That but, was that, but that took me a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Followed by Vector Man. <laughs> not not as good. good. Yeah, not as not good. So good. Not like, as even good. the visual is, the first level, it's hard to see what's going on yeah. in Vector Man. Just <laughs> a bunch of balls in the dark. Duh. It's like being in Chops and Shorts. <laughs> a bunch of balls in the dark. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question, Retro Mike. Thanks, Mike. Next Thanks, up, Mike. we have Button Masher Caleb. Ooh, BMC sandwich. Question for the Legend of Retro. My son is three, and I am thinking about how to introduce him to games that I grew up on. I don't have any of my old systems or games. I was thinking of getting a Retron 5, but finding the games could be time-consuming. Thought about getting a Wii U or waiting for the NX and just using the virtual store. What should I do, bros? Game on. Well, the the Wii store is still supported. I downloaded something a couple months ago. Uh, and, you know, five, five bucks a game for an NES game or whatever it is. So if you can pick up a Wii for like 30 bucks now, probably. So that could be an inexpensive way to get some of the classics. Yeah. Get them in the hands of your kid where, you Just know, give them a classic controller. Don't be too worried about what happens to the system. Yeah. Now, if you don't want to be a complete jackass and buy a Wii because no one wants a Wii. It's actually the, you want to be a jackass. Actually, yeah. <laughs> That's the one Nintendo system I don't own. I just don't, I have no interest in owning a Wii. Um, I, when it's 30 years old, maybe I want one, but, but, uh, the, the Wii, here's what you Real do. Real quick, how many Wiis have you owned through the life cycle of the system? Two. Just two? Yeah. Okay. There weren't really any, like, special edition Wiis, I don't think. Yeah, there was Did you get the red one? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Nope, never got it. Um, but I will say this summer, you're going to have NX announced, you're gonna, it's, it's most likely gonna be announced where it's coming out this year, which means you're, then the Wii U is going to take, is gonna get a price drop. The Wii U is going to have to dip. And when that happens, I think that is a system that is more useful than the Wii if you can get it at, I don't know, $150 
then you're getting a system that is handheld for your kid that could he could play games mm, while you call. watch TV. Uh, he can play all the classics. There, it has a decent library of current games, and you got you got uh, Pocket Tournament coming out. You got Smash Brothers. Like, there's a lot of great games that you can uh, have fun with your with your son. Uh, on top of again the ability to let him play games without necessarily taking your TV up. Yeah, that's the that's the best call with the with the Wii U gamepad. Yep. I was trying to think of like simple, easy, old school games, but. I forget the difficulty range that they're in. So um, for me, I, I guess maybe like uh, I was going to say Tetris, but then I'm like, eh, that might be a little boring. So I was thinking Sonic because uh, it's, it's a relatively straightforward game. You run from left to right. It, it, there's some cool effects in it. You're jumping on things, building up a lot of speed. It's got a cool pace to it. There's cute animals. I mean, I, I think that'd be a fun game for, for, for a kid to really kind of get introduced into that generation of games with. So the question being, then you would recommend him buying a Genesis? Yeah. Okay. I'd say buy a Genesis. Okay. I was and, just and, well, and because I think there'd be a lot of fun games that he would he would play off. The of other that thing too. about Sega too, though, is that even though I love Sega, uh, to inv- to to jump into an old system, you know, now that retro is so hot and and things some some things have crazy price tags. Uh, Sega doesn't have that value. It's mm-hmm. not collected the same. It, it's huh? not, at least at least in our area, um, and as far as I know, anywhere. But um, you know, you could pick up a Genesis way cheaper than you could pick up a you Super know, Nintendo. yeah, Super Nintendo. Yeah. So th- th- I would, and, and I find you can find them garage sales and everything way easier again than you can find Nintendo stuff. So yeah, gra- <laughs> go to a garage sale, find a Genesis for a buck. Yeah, and guess what? It's probably going to come with Sonic. Probably. So yeah, I, I I like that idea for sure. Well, cool. Thanks, Button Master Kale, for the question. Button Master Kale, sorry I gave you bad advice with the Wii. I feel bad about that now. <laughs> now, that J, now that Jay pointed out how stupid I am, it's okay. It's okay, Ethan. Usually, Why am I even here? Usually, it's me that says those dumb things. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just right. trying to be helpful. <laughs> just we try, love you. Yeah, just a little bit. We appreciate where your heart's at. And I understand if Caleb doesn't want to be my friend anymore. <laughs> Good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Uh, that's all I got for emails, actually, guys. Oh, it's a short oh. one. Yeah, I thought have... I, I thought I saw something come in on Facebook. Oh, did I? Did I miss one? Yeah, it was oh. from a, a pretty girl. I think she sent something in. I didn't see it. Hmm. Oh, pretty it girl. Popped up here on a notification on the computer. I don't know if it was sent to the BXAB page or your personal. Let's well, look around. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll let you look while we, uh, while we remind people you guys can send in questions to info at bxap.com anytime during the week. Anytime a good question pops up, you can just be like, oh, damn, I need to send that in so that we can answer it. It came in, uh, I believe, in your personal messages here. Oh, what does it say? It's from the beautiful Pokeyal. Oh, Pokeyal. Beautiful and better at Pokemon than me. Wow, just keep sucking up. Hey, oh, yeah, here hey is. she hasn't married me yet, so I really have to have to keep it up because she could still say no. We have four months. Yeah, she could definitely say no. She could still say no. Uh, yeah. there's, a, there's a likelihood in there. I wouldn't blame her. Just saying. No one would. No, <laughs> she's way above my league. Yeah, you've done a you, good job. You are definitely, uh, uh, what's that phrase when you're uh, moving up or uh, what's, marrying have, up? Yeah, marrying up. Marrying I have upward up. mobility with oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've done a great job. Uh, which Pokemon would Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> have as his sidekick? Stone Cold E.T., oh. get a couple of cheeseburgers with Vince McMahon's ass. If you've never seen Stone Cold E.T., <laughs> YouTube it right now. 
<laughs> Pause the show. Stone Cold E.T. Yeah, don't even finish the show. Just oh, Stone man. Cold E.T. Uh, what his sidekick, which which Pokemon would be his sidekick? It's a, it's an E.T. that goes through a drive-thru to order some cheeseburgers, but he talks to Stone Cold. He's Stone Cold E.T. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. gimmick. What Pokemon psychic would he have? <laughs> Machamp. I was just going to say Machamp. Oh, Machamp Damn. is good. Um, uh, I can't remember what his name is. He's he kind of uh, he's a psychic Pokemon that almost looks... He's like a brown little psychic guy that can make things... Shup it? Not shup it. Um, uh, Beamine be or... Oh, uh, Ban... Uh, Bahim? Ban... Bahimai? Ban me something. Banet. No, no. That's a ghost Pokemon. That Bahim. Let me get the image and see if it's the right what? one. Yeah, it's a fifth generation Pokemon. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, B e h e e y e m. Bahim. Oh, Bahim. 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 Well, we know I can't read. Bahim. Bahim or whatever. But he's like a little brown psychic guy that allegedly is an alien. Like that's that's part of his origin. Is he allegedly is an, he's like the alien Pokemon? So I would go with uh, Bahim. He's brown. He can make things levitate. He's a psychic. He's pretty much ET. The champ. <laughs> okay. Stone Cold ET with my champ whipping Pokemon trainers ass. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you, Al, for sending that in. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for for catching that. It, it, I, for some reason, it, did, it showed that I read that already, even though I didn't even see it. <laughs> did you have a stroke when you read it? Maybe, I guess. <laughs> it, like, I saw it come up as a notification here on the computers. So. Okay. Well, guys, that's been emails. Emails. So you can always send in your emails, like I said, info at bxab.com. Hit us up at BXAB Gaming on all the social media. You can leave it on Twitter. Leave it on Facebook. Go to bxab.com. Go to the Legend of Retro podcast, and you guys can comment about the show, and you can leave questions there. We can debate about who what the best original Pokemon is. All done right at bxab.com. And, as always, check out our sponsor, Detroit Beer Collective. DetroitBeerCollective.com. Use the offer code BXAB at checkout with orders $20, $25 or more, and you get 20% off. And as a reminder, don't forget to listen to the Tuesday show all about modern gaming, new gaming. Uh, that is the BXAP podcast. New episodes release every Tuesday at BXAP.com and your favorite uh, various ways to get podcasts. We have you covered there. And if you liked our tournament, our tournament of retro championships, whatever we're calling it, uh, if you have an idea of uh, a tournament you'd like to submit, just send it in to us, uh, info at BXAP.com or any way you want to get a hold of us. Uh, we will take it into consideration because we want to keep uh, these going. We had a blast with it. Hopefully you did too. Yeah, guys. This has been... Episode 7 of The Legend of Retro. Listen next week when the legend continues. Well, <laughs> damn it. See ya. See ya, guys. <laughs>